Hey, Messengers listeners, Chris Searles here. On today's episode, we are talking about bringing relationships back to your business, uh, why that's important, and why it doesn't pay to be an asshole. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Messengers Podcast. I am Chris Searles. With me today is Rob Seifert, the creative director here at Searles Graphics. Uh, today's topic, we are talking about relationships and um, how we've kind of seen them devolve, I guess, a little bit in uh, in the business world over the past decade or, or two. Um, and, you know, we've kind of, we've noticed a change, certainly, in the way that... Um, uh, by default, that, that I guess we get treated sometimes as a vendor, um, right? Yeah, by some people that kind of uh, call you and and treat you as though it's uh, you should be privileged that they even decided to make the call and and consider you as a vendor for their business. Yeah, um, I, you know, and and it's really notable and noticeable from. Um, some people who have they're just starting their business there it's right yeah it's really something that you know we here have really had to wrap our heads around because you know we've been in business a very long time and built this business on good relationships with mm -hmm. our clients and that's really what it's all about for us and when we have you know people calling that have that type of attitude that you know they're just calling to get the best price on a product. You know, it's kind of a, you know, I find it insulting, honestly. And, you know, I understand it, um, but I feel that I have to, you know, there's an ex explanation involved in, in what we try to do with people. Um, well, it's certainly not the, that the best way to start a relationship off by treating somebody like they should be be ecstatic over the fact that you just decided to have a conversation with them. Right. You know, I think that's what gets me uh, most often when we deal with this. And, the, you know, obviously we're talking about certain instances. This is not yeah. a, a blanket statement. It doesn't apply across the board. Um, but we've, we've, I've certainly noticed it happening a little more frequently lately than it used to. Sure. Um, and, and again, it tends to be, I think, most of the time, somebody that's starting a business uh, and, you know, is assuming that their business is going to be, you know, the next Microsoft, you know, when, not that it's necessarily right. a software business, but, um, you know, they're they're about to build this huge business and you're going to be really lucky to get their work. So you better bend over backwards right away right now and, and you know, do everything that you can do for me to, to earn my business. Right. Uh, and, you know, the reality is 99% of the time it ends up being a project that never even happens or, you know, a business that disappears within the first six months or year or, yeah. um, you yeah. know. But I used to relate it to, you know, the person or the individual, but really, as you're saying, it's more of a trend I think it just has to do with the way that a lot of these things are happening over the internet without personal communication. And, and that's, you know, it's just transferring over to, you know, people's behaviors and attitudes in mm -hmm. terms of, you know, a, finding someone that can provide a service. Hey, there's the whole internet out there now. So 
I'm just going to, you know, call and try to get the best price on whatever I can. And there are certain businesses that, you know, deal in a lot more than price. And that has to be evaluated, used to just be evaluated by, you know, businesses. But I think individuals have to understand that now, too, is... And I think more. it's, you know, it's not even just a, a price thing. It's, uh, um, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And you, you hit the nail on the head where we have a generation of people that grew up and are growing up not needing to deal with people, mm-hmm. you know, where you look at, um, I would say kind of my generation was, was the first that I guess kind of started getting to that point where we're being able to purchase things online and, you know, not have to actually deal with a salesperson or go to a store and, and, you know, Mm. interact with people. And, um, you know, really, I didn't grow up that way. I mean, you know, the e-commerce didn't really um, become anywhere near what it is now until I was probably in college. But, um, but you have a a generation of, of, people and and you know maybe multiple gen- generations of people now that grew up not needing to interact with other human beings when it came to you know making a purchase and buying something and um and like you said it was it's price and you know and some reviews and things like that and that's all that they that they would go off of to make a buying decision and then you get into the business world where you know b2b transactions aren't as internet um aren't as prevalent you know it, it over just on the internet when you actually have to deal with a real person and and right. you know and work with vendors and um and that attitude tends to then just kind of translate and and moves forward to the way that people deal with people rather mm-hmm. than just evaluating buying decisions online at their leisure right right and i mean i look at it from my perspective and any client i deal with you know new or old existing i mean uh and and it might seem kind of silly but it's it's really very personal to me that you know the service that i provide and you know and the way that i deal with these people um i always try to be as honest as i can in every aspect of what we do, you know, and what I do for them. And, uh, you know, and it's because of that that I expect that back. Mm-hmm. And I know I can't realistically, but, um, but I mean, that's, you know. Well, and we treat our vendors that way. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, we certainly have people that walk in through the door all the time. Oh, I can beat your price on this. I can beat your price on that. I can beat your price on this. And, mm. well, yeah, but you know what? Five years ago, when we really, really needed something from the person that we buy that from, they were there and mm-hmm. they they took care of us and they handled it and that's worth something. And you know, so we're gonna we're not just jumping ship from somebody that's treated us well for twenty years, thirty years, forty years, yeah. just because you're gonna walk through the door and tell me you can save me a couple dollars. I mean, that's not. You know, that's not the way that we treat our relationships with our vendors either. Sure. Um, and I think uh, I saw it recently. Mark Cuban had a, a quote that he put out there, which was um, something like, you know, one of the most underrated skills in business right now is, is being nice. Mm. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize is uh, when, you know, as a, as a buyer, as a consumer, 
they see themselves as as you know well i'm buying something from you you're getting my money um so you owe me everything yeah uh and what they don't realize especially when it comes to b2b transactions and running a business is there there comes a time in every business when you're gonna need something from a vendor whether it's better payment terms or um, you know, your customers aren't paying you this month as fast as they typically do. And so you need to go an extra week or 15 days or something like that on bills that you owe to your vendors. Are they going to help you out with that or not? And, you know, it, there comes a time when if you're always the squeaky wheel and you're always the, you know, the one that's treating somebody that way, when you need that, they're not going to be there for you because there's no reason for them to be there for you. You've not been there for them. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's something we deal with. I mean, that's a great point because um, I think right away uh, towards our policy of uh, rush jobs, um, we never charge a rush fee. Um, it's always based on our production capabilities and what we can do in-house. So if a client calls and they say whether they're new or an old client and they need something right away, we're going to do everything we can do to get it to them for, for their deadline and, and, you know, get it out the door as quick as we can based on, you know, our current production flow. And we're honest about that too, you know, and we will work overtime and weekends to help them make that mm-hmm. deadline. Um, but if you're dealing with a client that sometimes does work with you and sometimes doesn't, the time you get the call is when they need the rush. Right. And, they're, you know, they're ordering their other jobs online and they're realizing that if they're going to get a rush from a company that does their online printing, they're going to have to pay a lot more money for it now. But uh, Or it's not going to be an option because by the time it gets shipped and, you know, it, there's, whatever, there's they just can't no make way. the deadline. Right. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think um, that's <laughs> the, the other aspect of that, too, is uh, what I don't think people who act a certain way when it comes to dealing with their vendors don't realize that they're they're generally speaking is always an asshole tax Mm. you know it's got to be worth our while to do business with you and if you're always going to be difficult and you're always going to you know if 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 that's the way that you operate and that's the way that you act I, i can't charge you the same that I charge somebody else and whether sure. that means, you know, or I can't do the things for you that I do for somebody else because at some point there's got to be a value put on what my staff has to deal with when they deal with you, right? It, because it involves more effort. If it if it yes. if it makes their lives difficult to deal with you, then we need to get something out of that because otherwise it's not worth it to make our staff miserable just because we want to keep you as a client because there's some money involved in it or to make myself miserable because every time you call, I'm cringing that, Oh, right. You know, this person's on the phone and I don't want to have to deal with them. And, you know, and, and there's a certain part at which it's, you know, a point at which it's just not worth that. Um, and so if you are that, but you're still getting service, there, it's it's important to understand that there's you're you're most likely paying for that at some point whether you, yeah. you know it or not or think it or not. I, I've seen I've actually I've seen it occur here, you know, not very often, 
because we do have a lot of patients. But years ago, uh, your dad said, you know, this this client is literally an asshole. And I thought that was pretty funny because that's his pet peeve, people misusing the word literally. So I explained to him that that's pr- pretty impossible, that the client was literally an asshole. But uh, he charged them a delivery fee that he normally probably wouldn't have charged them because we were going on delivery in that direction in any case. But that was why, because the client was very problematic in terms of things. And we had made several efforts to appease them at no charge. And finally, it just became so cumbersome that, you know, a fee had to be applied, an asshole tax. And and at some point, it's pay it or don't. And if you go somewhere else, go somewhere else. Right. Right. Because it's either it's going to be worth it for us to deal with you or it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, and if it's not, then please find another vendor. Yeah, well, that's um, the other... You know, we talked about that. We had a whole it. episode about that, right. right? About the importance of being able to say no. To walk away, and, right? Yeah, and when, you know, when it becomes just not worth it anymore to, yeah. to deal with certain people or have certain customers, right. um, you know, and, and certainly there are, you know, like you said, I mean, we will do, we will bend over backwards for every one of our clients right. until you prove yourself not worthy of bending over backwards for. Right. You, know? you and then know when you're in a bad marriage, right? Yeah. That's and then it, at yeah. that point, you know, it's nobody else's fault but yours for the way that you treated other people that they're not going to be willing. I mean, it's like, you know, you wouldn't go into your personal relationships that way and expect that you're going to have a group of friends that you can treat poorly. And then all of a sudden, as right. soon as you need something from them, that they're going to be there for you. It's just not going to work that way. Yeah. Um, right. And I think people fail to fail to take that human element yeah. into their business relationships. Yeah. It's that a re- lot. reciprocation of courtesy. That's really appreciated. Um, this morning I got an email back from a new client that we did a quote for on a pretty decent sized project and he got back to me about it even though we weren't getting the job just to explain that the costs in the job as compared to other vendors were only a few dollars more but overall the the job was uh, outside of their budget and they were going to do the job digitally without printing this journal but the fact that he got back to me and explained that to me was really appreciated mm-hmm. um, because we went through, you know, it was an involved quote and we spent some time on it. So. Well, and that's that's important too, right? Because we have, there are some people now that'll contact me and say, hey, you know, we want to do this. Can you quote it? And I'll just flat out say no, because you've, it's been three times over the past year, you've asked me to quote jobs for you. I've done it. And I follow up and I follow up and I follow up and literally don't hear a word from you never hear whether or not you even did the job if you did it with somebody else or mm-hmm. whatever and at some point either you're using me as a uh, you know just because you need to get a certain number of quotes and right. and you know so I, i'm not going to put in time to do that for you or you're just that bad of a communicator or you don't value and respect my time enough for me to really care to keep doing that for you yeah you know yeah no you, that's something we evaluate too you know we We'll, you know, we try to evaluate the job when it comes in, whether we feel it's in the ballpark of something we, we do here. If it is, we're going to do the quote, regardless of whether we think we're going to get it or not. And we'll do that two, three, four times. And if we don't get them, then we have an, you know, try to have an honest conversation with the client about what we're going through in order to provide them with these quotes. 
and whether we really have a shot at ever getting the job. And that's, you know, and that's, you know, like I said, three or four times after not getting a job with somebody, that's the question that's posed. And really, the, it's just, a, you know, an honest question. And about 50% of the time, I'll get an answer. I'll just shoot out an email and ask if price was the only consideration in their decision. And I'll ask how far off we were so that we can make sure we're in line with our quoting. Because there are a lot of variables with job, and we want to make sure we're, you know, we're in the ballpark with other vendors and other people in the area that are offering the same services. So just, just to find out. So an answer to a question like that is truly appreciated, you know? Yeah. I mean, it goes a long way for sure. I mean, there's, um, and I, again, I think it comes down to an understanding of the human element of business. You know, you're mm -hmm. dealing with, you're dealing with another person, right? Whether it's you purchasing something on behalf of your company from another company, you're still, you know, there's a there's a, a P behind every or a C behind every B, hmm. right? So every every business, even a, a B2B transaction is still just two people having a conversation and talking, coming to an agreement. So um, you know, that's something that I think it's is important for people to remember that you're dealing with a person, you're dealing with human beings, you're dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, people that are just trying to make a living that are trying to, you know, make a, make a reasonable profit on what they offer. I mean, ideally that's the kind of person that you're dealing with. Um, but you know, going into it with that attitude that, you know, I'm, I'm making a call, I'm not calling some giant corporation, you know, right. some faceless corporation that doesn't care about me. And so I'm just going to ne negotiate the best price and whatever, you know, you're dealing with a person who has a job to do and they have people that they have to report to and, and answer to and, um, you know, and, and remembering that human element in the way that you approach those conversations and the way that you handle uh, business, you know, aspects of your business, I think is, is, like Mark Cuban says, one of the most underrated qualities mm. uh in in people these days right 